0: This is episode 266 of the Sausage Factory. Yes, we took a bit of a hiatus because I was really struggling to get some guests. Don't know why, must have been a new year. Might have been that terrible virus rampaging across the world. I don't know, but we're back. I'm happy to say. I did did go to PAX East, that kind of helped getting new guests, which you will now see a flurry of new guests come across because that worked so well, which is what I did when I was there. Anyway, this episode... I'm talking to Yuha Kangas of Logic Ember about their awesome puzzle platformer game, Backworlds. It's out on Windows PC right now. So, without further ado, take it away, me from the very recent past, Yuha. Who are you and what do you do?
1: Yeah, so yeah, I'm Yuha Kangas and I'm a, a game designer, I guess you would call me. Uh, and we just put out this game, uh, Backworlds, where I've done a bit of everything, I guess, like design, UI design, level design, uh, business stuff, like whatever needs to be done.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and uh, I don't know what else to say, but yeah, I'm, I'm from Sweden originally, currently right. living in Boston for a while, and yeah.
0: Yes, as I discovered last week when I was at PAX East.
1: Um, yeah exactly
0: yeah it was quite nice Uh, but we did meet at DGX I think it was yeah
1: that was the first time that
0: was the first time we met so we've encountered each other a few times ladies and gentlemen Um, and uh, that's why I first encountered uh, Backworlds and it's yeah we're going to delve into it deep later on Mm because that's what we do in this show but before we do that let's find out a little bit more about you shall we let's do that so second question how did you start making video games?
1: Um, I think the first first thing place I got into it was making uh, Half Life maps. Okay. So or for Half Life mods, like we were playing uh, Counter Strike and some other mods during during LAN parties. Uh, and then I got into like this making some of our my own maps for for us to play basically, and it was just like usually silly stuff. Uh, we would mess around with uh, just to, to, to play for, our, for ourselves basically I never really put them out anywhere or anything like that it was just uh, just some stupid things to play around with uh, within, and like a lot of internal jokes and stuff like that in them so yeah I guess that's where it started
0: okay making mods for Half-Life and yeah. apparently Half-Life at the time of recording of the show is once again rearing his ugly head thanks to the arrival of Alex.
1: on VR. Yeah, that, w- that will yeah. be exciting, yeah. It it's yeah, be you, just... yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> sorry no, it's, okay. it's a couple of weeks away at the time of recording. Yeah. So, you know, when people listen to this in the far future, this is history. But uh, yeah, it's all very exciting stuff. Um, and um, whether that means that um, Valve are going to start making games again, who knows? <laughs> have to see. yeah yeah it's
1: interesting to see yeah i just recently got
0: myself a vr headset okay
1: as well and and got got into to a lot of stuff and like it was it's a lot more exciting or like interesting stuff now compared to i think three years ago mm. i i tried it and I, w- I wasn't very impressed but now it's like okay now i'm now i'm i'm back in
0: <laughs> what headset did you get I ask uh so i got the oculus quest <gasps> you've got one of those as well yeah. Is that a sixty-four gig or? or uh,
1: yeah, I got the I got the one twenty-eight. Yeah.
0: yeah, so did I. Because I was worried yeah. about lack of space.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, might as well. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Huh? Well, I, I suspect um, the answer to a later question may be answered by because you got an Oculus Quest. We'll talk about that later. But okay. um, so you made your stuff, but you obviously branched out from there. Where else did you go from making Half Life mods? You obviously, moved on from that.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was modding some from other things as well, like, like Warcraft 3 was one that I really got into, but sort of professionally, eventually, is that I started, I got an internship at Starbreeze Studios, Ooh. where uh, I was working on, uh, on syndicates. Oh, which right.
0: Yeah, yeah I don't the, know. the uh, revamped version of syndicate. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's, not, it's, not the original syndicate, that would be weird. First, exactly bullfrog, yeah yeah that's a bullfrog
1: game calm down everyone exactly i was maybe three years old when that came out so I don't yeah, exactly. know, it would have been hard
0: <laughs> i sadly wasn't but that's over there no, yeah uh, I was so in my 20s when they came out anyway okay. on. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, what year did it come out actually i'm not sure but yeah, I, oh, I, I, I think i was old 92
0: 91 92 something like that Oh,
1: okay, so I was maybe somewhere maybe six or seven. Okay, I could have been. I don't know.
0: <laughs> maybe yeah, but it's it's a bit violent. I, I was yeah. in my, I was in my early twenties. Anyway, um, yeah. So, but it's, oh, that's, that's quite a, a little auspicious beginning. Uh, and yeah. uh, then you, you obviously so then you moved on from there, or you moved on to other projects.
1: Yeah, so I worked on Syndicate, and I worked for a while at at Game Loft in New Zealand, where I was sort of a game designer, and then. For a while, I also worked as a prototyper at, uh, at a small indie studio in Sweden called Ludosity. Um, and after that, that, that's when I got back into Backworlds, which, I mean, that originally started as a hobby project at Starbreeze, where sort of my co-developer, where we met. So it's been, a, it's been in the background a long time.
0: It's been knocking about a bit then. That's lovely. Because that means yeah, it's extremely yeah. organic, because you just went... Okay, I'm doing regular day job stuff, and I, I, I'll just fiddle with this for a moment, and then he yeah, came back yeah. <laughs> and he fiddle with it, fiddle, fiddle, fiddle. went, all right, go back to the day job or something, and then if did come back? You've like two or three months later and go fiddle, fiddle, fiddle. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was it was definitely like that. And there were even some some years when we
1: barely did anything. So yeah, but I mean, you knew
0: it was yeah. always there. It never went away. Yeah. It's, it's it's like that. It's like that. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of another ongoing project that people sometimes would have that never really finished until it did. You know, people there are there are things that one can do in endeavor that they start and they just keep on tweaking and tweaking and eventually. Yeah. Maybe we should just finish this. Okay. Let's yeah. Do that. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: the thing. It's like, I mean, if I knew it would have taken this long, I don't know if I would have kept going. But I mean,
0: <laughs> no, the, we got the, there. You've been working in the industry for long enough. You should know better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Okay. Um, so the so next question can be tricky for some. And uh-huh. I do like to build it up about As The regular listeners will know they might be chuckling now about this one because uh, I, I think it's a bit trite, but I'll lift it in anyway because it's like almost uh-huh. tradition now because I've been asking yeah, this it. question for, for seven years. What is your biggest influences as creators of things so as a studio that is a mm-hmm. you know, logic ember yeah Let's make sure i've got the name right there that's why i hesitated yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's going to it could it. have been like gender. fat elephant or something i don't know yeah. <laughs> and i realized that i just want to make sure because i've got it wrong before it's quite embarrassing yeah. but we're all right
1: like as, we we we. We very much don't like push our studio name too much so it's like understandable <laughs> that people don't remember
0: <laughs> no, no it's not that oh, sorry i'm just digging yeah. a hole um, sure. so <laughs> as, yeah as creators of things what is your what is your biggest influences so i mean
1: our logic ember was only started basically to uh, to create back worlds. so a lot of our stuff is, like revolves around that obviously and, uh, I mean, initially, I guess, since this game started in 2009, <laughs> it was our prototype, right? And, and during that time, it was sort of this, you know, time of, like, indie pioneers, you know, like, it's pretty close to things like Braid, uh, World of Goo and stuff like that. But, I mean, the, the big influence there is, is obviously Braid for, for our game in terms of, like, this type of... Like puzzle platformer, and that that the that it's very like focus around like the puzzles rather than being platforming and so on. So uh, I guess that's the best answer I could give you because it's it's so so much focused around a specific game rather than us as a studio, you know. That that's why we don't push like like the studio try to promote it at all. We're just we're just gonna put out this game and then we'll see what happens. Excellent.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think um, you're right. It, it, you're influenced by those creators around you. And yeah. 2009, 2007 and 2009, for me, was a very special time. Because that's yeah. when people started realising that video games didn't need to be made by hundreds of people. Or tens exactly. of people. They could be made exactly. by two or three. And end up having games like, I don't know, Mount Your Friends. Which... Yeah. Which is, and indeed, Geometry Wars, which is one of the earliest ones, and indeed, Braid, um, yeah. and uh, Fez, lest we forget. Yeah,
1: yeah, Belonghi, uh, the, yeah. So the, the one, the one that really that was like very pivotal for myself was uh, um, World of Goo. Right. Where, where I was like so impressed when 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 I started reading about about the developers and how they actually made everything themselves it's like they made the music and all of that stuff you know like wow well, some creators before them you know like they, they hire a musician and stuff like that but there was like oh, they did the straight up everything you know and that was like wow this is this is just something else you know
0: yeah yeah I mean the thing about the video <laughs> games is they do embrace all different parts of the medium everything from storytelling fiction to yeah. visual arts of course uh, and um, uh, a music and, yeah. and uh, it's it, yeah it's unlike many other mediums which have a collection or sometimes only one part or one media or one one creative endeavor like literature obviously is, 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 is the the art of, of words uh, and um, which is no mean feat by itself of course and of course, then you have people music uh, people with bands making albums and stuff. That's also uh, quite a struggle, Ken, and he end up in people um, struggling for many years trying to make albums just to make it to. Yeah, right. Whereas exactly. you have people in the video game industry go, "No, I'm doing all of the things, all of the things."
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, we so I actually made the music for our first demo for Backworlds as well. That we so we had a, like a, dem- a free demo that was downloadable from our website and everything like that, uh, but then we were like, "Okay, this is already taking." Way too long, right. so like it's better to just get some people on it, you know.
0: Yes, and you had the musician from Thomas was alone.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. David, it's amazing. Yeah,
0: one of my favorite games, again from that era. Um, and I, I do, I do. Mike Bithel, who's been on the show. Um, oh yeah. Cool. He, um, he's he's, he's uh, the amount of times he said like, why why have you made a game, Chris? What why? why? seriously what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> uh, he keeps on challenging me on that he's probably right um, but um, uh, it's, it's yeah it's, anyway that, that aside he has been on the show a couple of times and uh, no I, I think Thomas is a well, seminal title um, yeah and um, th- th- how you can be drawn to blocks and have personalities that were just blocks <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Very impressive. It's very,
1: very interesting. I, I, I read. I remember I read, read about a study where they were sort of doing something similar of showing just like circles and squares to people, and they were like sort of randomly just going next to each other and like walking past each other and stuff, or like walking but moving, you know. And then people will just make up stories in their head about, oh yeah, this guy is like jealous about the this other this other circle and like you just make up stories even though there's nothing in it it's just circles no, moving around and no.
0: shapes moving around I mean I I play sort of board games and stuff and I actually do that with my dice so I've got a collection of dice and I sort of rolling like and it's what, like they're not rolling properly like they're rolling bad results and, like, and I start making a story about one of the dice just letting me down mm-hmm. Gavin we you know I know you've got problems but not today <laughs> I need you on your game today just not well, yeah. now <laughs> and then bit, you know, again, the roll screws up, and I actually get in, go go right. That's it. You're out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not using you anymore. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you have those customized dice and stuff. That exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just, just a lump of plastic. It doesn't mean anything. But I've given yeah. him. I've given this dice a personality. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, so, next question: What developer do you most admire in the industry, and why?
1: So, uh, my favorite guys are, um, a uh, subset games. Okay. Uh, you know them? So it's, uh, they've made Into the Breach most recently. Right. Uh, and FTL.
0: Of course. Yeah, sorry, I knew the name and I blanked. I'm so, I'm, I'm embarrassed now, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But what, but you, fair play to you, my friend. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But
1: those guys are amazing. Like. I have like just watch, unfortunately, I haven't seen any of their talks live yet, but I've sort of seen their talks on GDC and stuff and their approach to design is like super interesting. And they just have, have such a like interesting approach to how they work, you know, with prototyping and stuff. And like, I, I can just relate to them so much where they're like, yeah, you know, their, their games are quite systemic, but yet they don't. Uh, Do like big, like Excel sheets and complicated design. They just sort of put in little systems at a time to see if it works out or not. Like, like I remember this talk. Yeah, I was remember this talk. They were saying like, oh yeah, we don't like we don't do like say like complicated like algorithms and stuff like that. They just sort of like muck around with it a bit, you know. (laughs) So, So it's a
0: bit like having a pile of Lego. And they go, well, we're going to yeah. build something out of this, but we don't know what. Here's a three yeah. piece and here's a two piece. Stick that together. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I gonna think put a, you know, a four bit. Oh, that, that's still standing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, it's, it's very cool. Like, because I've heard, I've watched other talks by some people who work on, like, you know, like big strategy games or something. And they have, like, oh, I have a big Excel sheet of every unit and all their stats. And then I balance it. I can, like, play the game in, in Excel before and stuff like that, you know, it's it's very different from that. So.
0: Yeah. Well there's <laughs> so, the you know the rock, paper, scissors obsession with strategy games. Um yeah. that they have to abide by apparently it's all thanks yeah, to yeah. chess. But... <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah there's so, so so many but I mean yeah that's that's by the way, just something interesting. We are talking about that with into the breach in particular, how many sort of rules they broke or like sort of improved on the turn-based strategy formula there like there's just so much stuff in that game that I really admire so yeah, yeah. I, I like those guys
0: <laughs> no that's a fantastic shout that's really yeah uh, what I love about FTL and people talk about this nearly enough is the chaos mm-hmm. you can wrought across the universe people mm-hmm. think yeah. that you know you have to be like the Star Trek Enterprise. No, no, don't do that. No, because you will lose badly. No, just, you need to cause as much chaos as is humanly possible. And if you do, you would likely win. That's really, because if you you use like transporters and stuff, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's that's hilarious. You start sending your crew over and murderizing the other.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, There's so much like, spontaneous interactions and stuff that
0: happens. Like, yeah, And it makes sense that they don't have a big design sheet. Of course it doesn't, because everything yeah. is just spontaneous design. They just go, well, let's try this and see if it works. Let's just try that. Yeah. Let's bolt that on. Like I said, it's like getting a lump of Lego set and building something out of it completely random and see what happens, see if, if it stands up. If it doesn't, <laughs> you take the bit off and then you try again. It, yeah. it's, it probably takes a longer time to actually make anything. But you know, um, it's also there's also the underlying worry of, well, does this really work overall? Is there a exploit that we can't see because we've been building this thing organically, which is what yeah. drives people to make those big spreadsheets to make sure that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, uh, I'm sure they, the are like balancing like into the breach I and mean, FDL was uh, was a huge task, but mm. I mean, and, and, and like I feel like. You know, in this, those types of that's like the advantage. Almost also of doing a roguelike is that you. Okay, so it breaks sometimes. You get a weird roll where oh you're like you're like overpowered, and you just roll over everything. And that happens right. sometimes, but it doesn't right. really matter. You know, it's like the next time you play, this opposite happens. You just like you just like yeah, you don't get anywhere, and like the first ship, that's that ruins you. So it's it's all good, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah. All right, Well, uh, unless you've got any others to you, you, you sort of pique your interest and, and give a nod to, we can move on to the last question. Huh? yeah. Okay. Let's go for it. What are you playing right now?
1: Oh, right now. So I'm actually playing a VR game.
0: Of course you are. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so I'm playing a game called Decline.
0: Decline. Where, okay. Yeah, and it's about rock climbing. <laughs> oh right, not the cl- not decline, as in decline? No, no. or yeah yeah no decline like okay you know, yeah. okay yeah, like the, yeah, like that's a so... terrible song okay right. <laughs> yes. Oh, is there a song called Decline? The there is. Yeah, don't don't look it up. It's just, it's okay. No <laughs> um. Okay. So <laughs> it's rock climbing. So oh god, so not good for, for people with vertigo then.
1: No, definitely not. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i uh so so i'm I'm into rock climbing myself actually so that's why i wanted to to try it out and it has like it really pulls off the feeling like it's really you know you really don't want to fall basically um and like they they have really like sort of got in all the mechanics of being a rock climber you have to like chalk your hands and like if have to like, like like these little jumps and think about how how you you know use your energy and stuff like that it's it's really cool so so yeah I don't know and it's, I feel like it, yeah.
0: lifting up your whole body is no mean feat your body doesn't like you doing that it doesn't <laughs> no it, it just doesn't it's no. Just like, yeah, unless you've yeah. got a really good upper arm strength or maybe be ignorant here but unless you've got pretty good sort of like um, muscular tone. Up and, especially up sort of shoulders and your arms and stuff it's it's yeah. tough going am i right in saying that or? yeah oh.
1: so uh, actually actually it's like there's a lot of uh about your finger strength so right. when you when you see like really good rock climbers they don't necessarily have like huge like biceps or anything like that
0: no no not
1: it's, it's, just, like that. It's, yeah, it's it's just that they're like you build up these like uh, finger muscles, basically, that run down your whole arm. So, so basically, the only way you can you can exercise them is by climbing or like doing pull ups on your fingers and stuff like that. Um. So yeah, it's it's definitely a, a bit different.
0: If I if I may, um, this reminds me of another game I played, which isn't nearly as serious as mm-hmm. as, as uh, the climb, but yeah. uh, it is on exclusively on Quest. And it's uh, Vader Immortal. Now, bear with me. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, if, if you're not into Star Star. Star I, I played
1: Star, it. I, I, finished, I finished the I game. You did? I know it. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about then?
0: Because there's climbing yeah. in that as well. For, yeah, just, yeah, for totally. no apparent reason. <laughs> but I just... The reason I want to talk about it is, yes, it is Star Wars and, you know, what have you. Um, but I just love the fact they throw you into that world so well. you know, mm-hmm. And the fact they allow you to turn on the the computer, and then go to hyperspace by pulling a big lever. <laughs> it's just, Yeah, it's, it's lovely. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I thought I it, was, just, thought I it thought was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, yeah. And Darth Vader's a big fella. He's a big man. Yeah, I, yeah.
1: I th- You know that that's one of the things that I thought was almost the coolest thing about the game is how. So since I I got into VR again sort of more recently, I didn't realize how cool it is with that. Imitate like image. Ah, sorry. Uh, like intimidating feeling when he got close to you in the beginning and stuff yeah. like that. And you were yeah. like, "Hey, what's
0: going on?" What's going on? Yeah. yeah, I thought it was wonderful. And there's three episodes yeah. of that thing. Yeah, and yeah, it's exclusive it cool. on the Quest as well. So um, yeah,
1: so, yeah. I, I, I yeah. the, the only thing I didn't. So I thought the, the sword fighting was not that strong, but I understand why. Also, you know where. You know, like, he, he sort of hits you, and then, but you don't get any feedback on it, you know. It's like, your arm doesn't feel it, you know. So that's why yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Sword, sword fighting, I, I, I find that it's, no VR game has really pulled it off, because I don't know if you can, really,
0: you know. Yeah, you can't, you have to generate a huge vibration to have it going up and down your arm. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, So
1: they would, have, they would have to start building some sort of VR thing that's like, has sensors down your arm or something. I don't yeah. know. Or like...
0: Are you aware you can get a, if you get a really good quality USB-C cable,
1: uh-huh.
0: you can play Oculus Rift games?
1: Uh, yes.
0: Yes, I actually ordered one. Because uh... have? <laughs> I haven't done it yet, but <laughs> I need to do it. I just don't know what, don't know what cable to get. Maybe you could link it to me afterwards. Uh, yeah, so there is. If, if
1: you go, if you go on the Oculus Quest website, they link right. one that they recommend, actually.
0: So. Okay, okay, because they're yeah. just being open about it. Like, yeah, you can, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Plug yeah. it into a computer and off, off you go. You can play your yeah. rest games. Cool. Yeah,
1: I, I, I guess I
0: got mainly just to play Half Life, actually. Oh no, oh no! I'm thinking, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. I'm just worried about my processor because it's like eight years old. Anyway, we digress yeah yeah sorry what we were talking about yeah so The Climb Play Video The Climb, the video climb, the climb Yeah. yeah. The,
1: the Climb I just wanted to mention, have a fun story so my wife actually played it just yesterday
0: oh right for the okay. first time
1: and she freaked out like <laughs> so so she she plays Uh, she she does rock climbing as well a little bit and then so she did the tutorial and she was like okay this is fine but then she got to the actual game where you're like first level you're like in sort of this Vietnam area so you're like like climbing on sea cliffs and she she just started climbing up she was like no I just can't she was like freaking out she was so scared of falling and stuff
0: you know so yeah it's so strange your brain because yeah. t- I, I suffer quite bad even from not vertigo but actually to the fear of falling from great heights mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and uh, my balance isn't great so when I'm doing that clambering up scaffolding or something like that I yeah I'm not great so, yeah. clambering up any, I do it. I do it. You know, I don't yeah. freeze up, but um, I just have to remind myself. I mean, it's okay. It's okay. It's just a game. Exactly. Um, I don't suffer from nausea typically. I have never suffered from nausea playing yeah. uh, any VR games. I'm very bent. I'm very um, fortunate in that regard. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've had some, but right. actually.
1: Actually, not from this game because the thing is, you only move yourself by, like, with your hands, right? So you are controlling the movement yeah. for the whole time. I think that's the key to it, you know. So that's why it doesn't do it in this game at all. No. Yeah, it gives you vertigo, but not nausea.
0: <laughs> no, not nausea. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Excellent. Okay. Well, that's, that's a great, great talk to do to, something. I'm gonna have to look that up now because I've got a quest yeah. as well. So. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, as it's, it's great as Super Hot is, and it? it's good. Oh, and um, um, Audica thats a game I enjoy. On this. I'm not sure if you know that but it's a Harmonix' latest game before they do Fuse. Um mm-hmm. is a good one. It's not for everyone, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. So that's the end of the yeah. first half. Well done. Mm-hmm. Cool. Unless you want to talk about any other games, I think we shouldn't. I think I think the audience wants us to press on. <laughs> I have yeah, no idea maybe they do I don't know um, but let's move on to the second half where we delve deep into back worlds yes so first question it's always the same question it's known as the zeroth question Uh before we can delve deep into black worlds (laughs) black Black (laughs) Black worlds (laughs) (laughs) well there you go yeah. Before we get delve deep into Backworlds, what is Backworlds, sir? In your own words. Yeah. So
1: we should actually register blackworlds.com just We to should, catch yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <That'd be laughs> but yeah. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, Backworlds. It's a it's a puzzle platformer, um, and every level sort of consists of two levels. So you have a level sort of behind and one in front, and and you paint. Like, you paint a mask, basically. Like, imagine the masking tools in Photoshop or whatever to sort of reveal the, the world behind. Um, and then you can press another button to, like, sort of remove the mask and just show the front one. Um, and then between those worlds, like, the back yeah, world can have different, like, platforms, for example. So there's uh, there can be walls that only exist in the other world. Uh, the world can have, like, different... Uh, Sort of the physics, like inverse gravity, or you can walk on the walls in the other world, um, and yeah, I guess that's a, are like the main mechanics of it. And then there's a lot of things we we add in there to sort of make it interesting, like to, to sort of make puzzles from, like teleporters, and you have like yeah, just classic boxes that you push around and. We have things that will like, sort of throw the avatar to the other side of the wall and stuff like that. So, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, puzzle platform with two levels in which you can paint the world with your mouse. And then yeah. when you do that, you can do different things because you're actually playing two different levels at the same time, which is kind of mind-blowing. <laughs> so... Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> but first question. Yeah. I'm sorry if mm-hmm. you want to expand on that. But uh,
1: no, no, I think that that's good. That's good. Yeah, you said yeah, it in, mean, in, in, in fewer words and more coherently than me, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think the other world does present different physics, which is very, very important to the mm-hmm. game and on how you yes. solve each level. We didn't stress exactly. that enough, and we can yeah, talk it's about
1: it's, uh, it's split sort of into four different worlds that have different
0: sort of mechanics into it, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the first design question is this. When I first sat down to play Backworlds, way back when, at you know, the EGX, what mm-hmm. struck me, and I didn't say that to you at the time, because I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that's what you were aiming for, but the more I play it, I think, I believe, is what you, whether consciously or subconsciously, decided to do, and may, may have driven the design of Backworlds, is there's an amazing sense of freedom on the Mm -hmm. part of the player to mess with the world you've created here's this lovely beautiful world that you've like you know if you didn't have that paintbrush if you didn't have that ability to you know scrub away and look at what's going on behind or in the other place it would be quite a traditional platform game you wouldn't be able to solve any of the puzzles because you wouldn't be able to do many of the things because you need to interact with the other world but it'd be quite you know oh quite static and this paint sort of provided like a, a paintbrush with this, this ability to scrub away at this other world makes you feel that you're messing with stuff that you're breaking things was this intentional um yeah i mean it was definitely
1: from the from the start is that we wanted it to be like creative but puzzle solving and so and, and that's sort of to like sort of uh, solve the puzzle the way you want and I guess that's sort of in the end like uh, went through to other things in the game as well you know how we have an open world so that you can move past puzzles and just doing them in any order you want like but more or less like there are some unlocking mechanics in it as well but I mean you can you can go to like 80% of all the puzzles just straight away, like from the start of the game, basically. Um, and and yeah, like you said, you can just paint everywhere and just like look around. Um, and yeah, so it feels I, I like would you're say hacking it, the game, even though you're not. Yeah, but it yeah, feels like
0: it.
1: Yeah, well, like like that's definitely the feeling we want where you if if you do a weird solution. Yeah. that we didn't think of, that will make us very happy, you know. We would be like, oh yeah, that's so cool, you know. If someone did, and and that happens so often. Like when we did play tests, we're like, oh, sh-, like they just did it completely different from what we thought, and that's that's like really really amazing. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I think, that I really enjoyed about like Portal, uh, and I mean other puzzle games as well. It really makes you feel like you sort of you cheat that you cheated sometimes you're like oh yeah i just did it like this and that's like it feels like you really sort of just came up with your own solution even though sometimes it, it really isn't you know
0: yeah 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 so speaking of puzzles yeah i believe Backworlds has a strong emphasis on lateral thinking if you do embrace the concept of cause and effect and things um, th- that seems to be anchored around how you solve each level, and once you to understand that, even though there's multiple tools available to you, ultimately that's what you need to lean into. Um, how in Backwards do you think you explain this to the player? How do you demonstrate this to the player that they really should, although they can mess with things, ultimately? in order to overcome, they need to really study and then see what does what to what in order to overcome the puzzle. Yeah,
1: so I think it starts even from the beginning of the game tutorial where we don't actually have any texts or anything explaining for you what to do. It's basically just like showing you what the controls are. Uh, So we're sort of encouraging you to experiment to start like messing about and see what happens. And I think that that's like pretty essential to your skills later because if, if in the beginning, like in tutorial, would have been like, oh, so you do this to paint and then you're like showing you exactly what to do. And I think players getting to later puzzles would have been like, okay, so like tell me what to do or, you know. <laughs> uh, so, so I thought that was a very important part of that is just to like, let the player discover and realize that what they have to do, they have to start tinkering with stuff and see how, how, how things work, you know, to be able to solve,
0: solve it. Agreed. Absolutely. Um, And I I just found great joy when you figured something out. Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's how that works. That's how it's supposed to work. That's how, once you figure out all the moving parts to the puzzle and then the, the next bit is actually executing it, which mm-hmm. yeah. leads me to our next question: is timing in many of the puzzles is quite critical when playing Backworlds. You know, you have a uh, a platform that appears that may move, or an object you want to put on said platform, and then you. You scrub away and you change the platform to something else or you make it disappear or you you do all different things or you, you scrub to get to a platform, to make a platform so you can get to the place you need to get to and then you have to remove it very quickly mm-hmm. before the thing happens. And all this, you know, it, it's it's timing is really like, it's, it, it's not so much, it's not up there with the likes of Super Mario when it comes to, you know, pixel timing, sort of like um, squeezing through uh, an eye of a needle kind of thing. But it um, yeah. does play a part. How much yeah. um, emphasis do you play on that? That do we re- relying on the players' reactive skills as well as, well as their logic-solving skills? Where, where do you think Backworld sits in that spectrum?
1: Yeah, so definitely more on the puzzle-solving. Like right? it's, yeah, there are like stuff like you say you have to paint at the right, right time, but our goal. Was always that once you figure it out, you can sort of do it quite easily. Yeah. Um, so it's like more like the reason you have an avatar and you have the painting stuff. It's more in the service of complementing the puzzles. You're moving the character around to do stuff. Like I don't think there's any places in the game where there's like a difficult jump you have to pull off or anything like that. It's it's mostly about yeah like you might have to paint at the right time, but once you know where you're supposed to do it, it shouldn't be like difficult to pull it off. Um, and while, while there are like I, f- I found that in the beginning of the games, there there is a bit of tendency that for people to be like, oh yeah, I have to, like they feel like, oh shit, I have to do it at the right time. But, yeah. yeah. But 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 actually, it, it's more I think once you figure out how the painting sort of uh, works in the in the context of the puzzles. You start to realize that it that the timing doesn't actually matter so much. It's just about in what order you paint stuff, basically.
0: It does, um, yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. it's it's lovely to watch people play as well as play yourself. Um, just, just watching them go, no, wait, no, I can do that. I can do that, but not yet. <laughs> that's a common yeah. phrase. Like, I can do that, but that's not going to help me now, is it? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> So, final, yeah, yeah, I mean, my final question to you on the design, and this is one's quite a, an obvious sort of um, statement, but I think it needs to be asked, because if I didn't, people might scratch their heads going, this is an obvious question, surely you need to. The art style in Backworlds huh? is, to me, akin to a doodle. feels like a doodle. The little mm-hmm. nature you're walking around with looks like the kind of thing you'd find on a doodle, on a little notebook. That you put in, and like, oh, huh? look, little little dude, little man with a with a green little tail thing and a, and a and a head that's flappy, probably Canadian. Yeah. And, um, and <laughs> sorry, weird. Yeah, no, no that's that, that is a that is, uh, that is a real reference for it. So. <laughs> oh dear. And um, was this done? This style adopted? Because you've ad- you could have done anything. You could have done it in all sorts of ways. But was this particular style adopted to draw the player into a false sense of security, going, oh, this, ah, it's just a nice, pretty little world. It's, it's fine. It's There's no real struggle here. You'll be fine. You'll, you'll, you'll waltz this. It's a nice sort of relaxing, meditative experience. or Or was it just like, no, we like this little character. We like the world we create. Was there any... Motive to where you've gone with it, or is it just ha- happened to fall in your lap, or a bit of um, both? I think it's
1: yes, a little bit
0: of both. Where,
1: I mean, we wanted it to be like sort of a relaxing world, you know, where it's like you could take your time solving a puzzle, just like go around and do do do, play around, and then move on to the next. Maybe come back later. We didn't want it to be like very intimidating in any way, really um and then sort of the art style uh, I, I guess so th- our initial prototype it was like this hand hand drawn art that we made for game jams with someone else who did the art and then we used it for the game and that sort of was connected to how we came up with the mechanic of this like of drawing so uh, we we wanted it to have sort of this hand drawn feeling to it just yeah. because of, just just because of that connection you know because how how the prototype wasn't, but also because of what you do in the game, like where you're painting. Um, so yeah, a little bit of both, I would say, definitely.
0: Excellent, uh, Yeah. Uh, um. I just yeah. That's the other reason why I played at the EGX is. I, I, What's his what little thing? He's got a little flappy head and yeah. little tail that twirls around. And... But it,
1: it's it's funny actually that you that you mentioned a doodle and stuff because there is, Well, yeah, I just don't want to say too much about it because I mean, as, as you noticed, the store the game doesn't have a very, you know, explicit story to it, or you no, know, no, it doesn't. No. Yeah, but there is something going on there, mm. which which yeah, I don't know. It, just when you mentioned doodle, I was like, oh yeah, that's. That sort of ties into what we
0: have. <laughs> Indeed, I didn't want. Yeah, I didn't want to. Sorry, my am <laughs> Oh, never mind. <laughs> okay. it does. it's yeah. it's um yeah, it's it's a lovely uh, um. It does it does draw you in. That's the key, and it, it, it the art style I believe really does um, come across as um, welcoming, but you yeah, have uh, yeah. to be aware that. Uh, once you get drawn in, they'll be like, "I can solve this. I know I can. I'm just missing something."
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean the game is is I, I get a lot of people that have sent it to were a bit uh, I guess shocked by how actually tricky it gets in the end because yeah, yeah. but when you when you see the game, like, oh, this is cute. Like, oh, this is for for like kids to they can figure it out, and then they get stuck on something. They're like, oh, oh shit, <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> So yeah, it is a bit deceiving. I, I, yeah,
0: yeah. I admit that. <laughs> There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> so, back worlds by um, Logic Ember. Yeah, I've got to ask the name. Where did that come from?
1: Oh, it was it was surprisingly long process for us to come up with the name. We we were just like, I think we were just like throwing words back and forth. And then, I guess, we, we were a bit inspired by, like, a lot of companies that have sort of those, like, two-word two, two word names. Right. That sort of go together well. Um, and then, I don't know, we, we got the, the, the logic in there sort of fits, I guess, with the puzzle thing. And then Ember, it was like... Oh, where did that come from? I I am not even sure anymore. I think, <laughs> it, 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 I, yeah, I I can't I, I just can't remember the the whole reasoning for the name to be it honest.
0: Seems like, like the <laughs> the result of fire or yeah. You know. I mean, it,
1: I I think it has something sort of, it like like this sort of like a figment kind of thing, right. you know.
0: I thought you it was something like yeah. you know, logic then leads to ignite something, and then that led leads yeah. to enlightenment from playing backworlds. that's how i interpreted it yeah Yeah. admission you know i like i
1: like your your one i'll I'll take that one
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) thank Um, you (laughs) but uh, that's how i saw it like you know it's it's a game Backworlds is a game that is about logic it really is um it feels free though it feels loose and you know, you can look. Like you say you can finagle little bits and get through a level without following a solution that you particularly intended to go ahead. But um, it doesn't matter because you still solved it. You didn't cheat. In fact, you just followed the logic, of the game, and the tools that are led, you know, given uh, given to you. Exactly.
1: So yeah. If, if you if you feel like you cheated, that's almost I almost see that as a plus. It's like yeah, oh, yeah, then yeah, they did something interesting. You
0: know, yeah. I glitched it. There you go. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, except if they like, I don't know, get stuck in a
0: wall or something. That's different. But that, I mean. That's different. I mean, <laughs> you can't paint yourself into a wall. That's quite amusing. But uh, yeah. Anyway, so it's on the cool. Windows PC, and you can pick it up on Steam as we release this show. As you release yeah, Steam. that's right. And yeah, and
1: we so, so we are we are I, I, should, I guess as you mentioned we are looking into other platforms, but yeah, we don't have uh, anything definite on that at the moment.
0: No, we're hoping. Um, for- i not also how it would work with other platforms considering you need to use a controller whereas this uh, it definitely leads itself to mouse and keyboard control oh, we, we
1: have uh, full controller support and it this actually works yeah it works quite well
0: actually on, on
1: controller i have to say so yeah
0: yeah i must admit i've, I've played both styles uh, but I just found the mouse somewhat more precise. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, okay. de- it's, it's definitely better on mouse and
1: keyboard. But, yeah. but I mean, it, you can still. We, I played the whole game through like with the controller and stuff. But it
0: works yeah, for sure. Yes, yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, sorry I didn't detract from the experience, but well, uh, uh. really you can do those like we can. You can resize the thing with your mouse wheel, and then and then you, well, you can do it with the other controller, and then you know you just sort of do precise like if it just shave that off. <laughs> there you go, yeah. and then then I can actually squeeze in there. And I've done it. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I cheesed yeah. it, but at least I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you yeah. um, uh, it's been fantastic having you on the show. Thank you very, very mm. much.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. It was, it was really fun to talk about it.
0: So. Yeah, and uh, I hope you enjoyed yourself. I know I did, and I hope the audience did too. And of course, you're more than welcome to come back to chat about whatever new game you have in the next five, six years. We'll be here. <laughs> Just yeah, awesome. Excellent. But <laughs> in the meantime, thanks very much. Oh, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> you have been listening to the Sausage Factory Podcast, part of the Canaan and Rinse Collective. Support us for just two US dollars per month at patreon.com forward slash and Rinse for early, extended and exclusive podcasts. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube and at our website. Tants